Ladies and gentlemen, welcome inside After Hour Sports. My name is Brandon Rosenthal, and alongside me, as always, is Eric Garcia and Social Mike. Gentlemen, it's quarantine. We know what we're doing. We're all at home. We're all on Zoom. You guys doing good? Yeah, thank you. Doing well. How are you doing? Doing good. Um, you know, I'm chilling, man. I'm trying to find my sanity day by day. Um, no kidding. You know, just thank goodness for at least some sports are coming back, you know, giving us a little bit of things to talk about. Um, so today we're going to talk about um, baseball, I think, is going to come back very soon. We're going to uh, ping our thoughts on that. The NBA is gaining steam to come back. We'll talk about that. Um, and pretty much any anything else that comes to mind, I'll bring up a little bit of the last dance. And um, yeah, so without further ado, you guys want to get anything off your chest before we start? Um, yeah, I do because you did ask me on. Oh, go for it, Derek. My bad. I don't have anything that's to say. Oh, sorry. Mike was like knee deep in his conversation. Oh, my man. No, <laughs> I was just wanted to uh, mention it because you did ask me on the last episode. Uh, you caught me off guard when you asked me, but I did want to give a shout out to the uh, episode five and six. This is from mm. what I've seen. Those have been my uh, uh, my favorite two, or yeah, the ones the, I enjoyed the most. Not favorite, but the ones I have enjoyed the most. Oh yeah, the, the last uh, of the last dance. Yeah. No, no, I've seen the, I've seen the, um, up, up until oh, there, but me, I'm the one that's like that. Yeah, no, no, but I do. Those are the two that I did enjoy the most, like out of all that I've seen. So just a quick. No, no, yeah. um, no coincidence. That was the one with Kobe. <laughs> yeah. Right. <laughs> um, right, so let's, let's start with baseball. Um, it looks like the owners are, they tentatively agreed upon to start maybe playing in July. Um, I'm assuming with no fans. So Eric, let's start with you, dude. What do you think about baseball coming back? You know, you can answer that as a fan and also as like a family man, you know, there's, there's things that are going on that are going to affect you. So I'm just curious, what do you think? All right. Um, cuckoo. So what I feel, excuse me, my bad. What I feel about the situation is with all of them. So I'm gonna kind of generalize it, but I'm not one of these guys. that's like people trying to bring sports back is a bad thing or you're rushing it. What I do think is obviously each league depends, you know, has limits of how much you trust them or not. And what I'm saying is I'm hoping that you're, that when you come back, you really had safety being the number one thing. That's my only thing. Um, With some of the other sports, it's almost like they want to start. And then they're just more concerned on how we're going to deal with all the shit that's going to come bad after the fact, opposed to, Let's try to prevent some of these things from happening. Um, so, but for the simplest things, hell yeah. Super excited for fucking ball. Oh, sorry. It, it, it cut off. Definitely <laughs> excited for the Dodgers. Definitely excited for Houston Astros. Shame to that. Okay, my bad. You guys, can you hear me? Yeah. Uh, yeah. You were cutting off for a sec, though. We're good. I'm not sure Go where right it's cutting off. Uh, so what I was saying, I'm not sure where, but I was saying I'm not really tripping. Teams come of these sports come back. I'm more concerned if they're coming back and not making safety their number one thing. That being said, super amped for baseball, super amped for the Dodgers, mega excited for the um, Houston Astros um, shame tour. So um, I, I really, you know, especially like uh, we've talked about it, mentioned it on a podcast, this is a sport that Eric likes, my son likes the most. 
So, um, you know, I, at this point, I'm really enjoying um, sports through watching them through his eyes. And uh, so definitely, definitely uh, waiting for baseball to start. Yeah, it, it's, it's exciting, at least for baseball, because, you know, unlike basketball and football, where they may play games in other arenas, this, you can't play baseball somewhere else you know it's really hard to build like all these baseball diamonds it's almost like like they're going to be playing at these ballparks and you know it is going to be weird not seeing people in the stands but it's it's still going to be baseball we're still going to get down to we'll still have great camera angles you know maybe you won't get the heckling which is kind of fun but it's it's still going to be baseball to repeat to repeat myself and like you said eric Definitely, let's not forget about the Houston Astros and how much of a mm-hmm. piece of shit that entire organization is. Um, and not their fans. I don't want to blame their fans because their fans, I, I, I hope that most of them are like disgusted by this team. You know, yeah. but I'm sure there's some that aren't, and those fans can, uh, you know, yeah, they can just go yeah, right to hell. They can, they- <laughs> Exactly. They know. <laughs> hey, I'll say this because I'm not really. I don't really remember how how we covered it when it initially happened. But I will say this: that uh, um, if I was a Houston, like if this was a my one of my team, I I know for a fact I would be one of those that would be like, "Fuck the world, uh, so us against everybody." I wouldn't. I, I know I wouldn't be one of those guys that, even though it's the most shameful act, I'm pretty sure I would ride with my shameful ass squad. Um, you know what I mean? But. Hey, I do want to go ahead and shame them. That's Brag about the chip and all. Yeah. Oh, I'll be, I'll be work. I'll be showing up to work every casual Friday with straight up nothing but championship shit. <laughs> you popped all the gear. You know, um, it, it, you know, it's what we things about the Astros, and I do see this every now and then. But I saw a baseball player ask him, like, "What do you thought about the Astros?" And I can't remember who it was, but he's like, "Well, one of my buddies gave up seven runs against him, and then he never got hired again." And you're like, oh shit! Exactly. You're like, oh shit! That's, that's when, yeah, because the guy makes it serious. That's and all cool. of a you're like, damn, now I can't laugh. And but but you also because we don't think about that shit as fans. We think about like, yeah, oh, that's damn, true. That's they a good did point. it for like three seasons. But like, what about the fringe player who like was about to catch the break, and then he happened to get the mini, you know, mini Altuve on his buzzer night, and all of a sudden he's screwed. Exactly. Or we see all the time with incentives. Um, how many RBIs were you close to hitting your next, um, you know, your next bonus? And how, bonus, same with yeah. home runs and all that shit. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. It, uh, I mean, I'm I'm definitely excited about um, baseball coming back. It's it's a bummer that we can't go to games, but it's better than nothing. It's for sure better than um, not playing baseball. But I wonder. Right. I haven't read much of the information on it. I assume that it's probably not going to be 162. I'm guessing it's probably going to be something like 90 games. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Season. I'm, I'm yeah, hearing the same thing so. again. I don't know shit, but I'm hearing I'm hearing about the same that you are. That it's it's not looking like they're going to play the whole thing. Yeah, um, and unlike other sports, baseball really anything, can't. Right? They can't be played in like crappy weather. You know, like in basketball, it's indoors. Who gives a shit? You know, base you know, football. Nobody gives a crap about the weather in football unless it's like a fucking blizzard or uh, something crazy going on. So, baseball is really the only sport that's going to be affected of the big ones uh, when it comes to weather. So, I don't see them really extending their season past where it is right now. You know, it's like we're just going to start it up. It's going to be, you know, 70, 80, 90 game season, whatever it is. Uh, And maybe even shorter than that. 
Do you think, I mean, I saw something, do you think they should realign like temporarily, you know, like all East coast teams in one division, all West coast teams in one division. Just to, cause I, I did say, well, what do you guys think of that? Or do you think it's kind of like that, not a great idea? I think that's a pretty good idea. Yeah. Um, um, make, makes it easy to Brandon was, sound, Brandon was sounding a little crazy. Are you guys good? Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, yeah. I was, I was cutting off. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. My bad. I was just saying that, you know, baseball might restructure their division. So what do you guys think about that? You go first, Mike. I wouldn't say that's, that sounds pretty cool. I mean, it's, um, I, um, I guess it may simplifies the way of picking out who's going to, who's going to make the playoffs or not. I, not that the other, uh, the other form didn't, but um, because they're adjusting, I don't see why that wouldn't be a, uh, a good idea. Yeah. Um, one thing that I saw too is um, you, I don't know if you guys uh, saw the kind of what the realignment would do. So one of the benefits that I would have that obviously the main, one of the main benefits is just, just to what we were talking about earlier, the Astros would be there with the Dodgers. So they would, they would definitely get the Dodger game that they weren't going to get. And um, I want that fucking badly. Oh yeah. I mean, especially even though, you know, Mookie's wearing that Dodger blue, you know, you don't want to miss this opportunity of, you know, those guys playing in the Dodger uniform. Yeah. I was going to say, even with no fans, we'll take that game. Uh, Oh, hell yeah. I mean, I, I I completely agree. I think they, I mean, I was trying to, I'm trying actually, I was trying to find um, a clip of the realignment, but I can't see it. I just know that the players and owners haven't really made any progress on talks, but it seems like things will move forward. I sure hope so. I mean, I definitely, we're all just sitting here waiting for shit to start happening. And when baseball comes back, that means at least fantasy baseball can come back. And I'm not a big fantasy guy, but it's, it's, it's something towards normalcy. You know, that can, yeah. that can entertain people for many, many days. You know, which players am I going to pick today? You know, it, it's, it's, you know, it's another day you're not spending reading coronavirus news. <laughs> True. Agreed. Um, anything else you guys want to talk about baseball? I mean, there's not really much to say because nothing right. has happened, but. Let's move. Um, you know, they're moving for, uh, they're mo- moving towards, um, like we said, like we, we just discussed, uh, getting this back, you know, getting this going for the season. Yeah, but and whether it's can, a shortened season or not, but they're looking like the show's gonna, yeah, it's gonna go on. But you can tell. Look at the oh, Eric bounced out. We, yeah. we lost Eric. I was just about to say that. I just saw that too. You went on. <laughs> yeah, hold um, on. Uh, you want to pause that or I don't know? Can I? Oh yeah, I can pause. Stop recording. All right. So, um, NBA saying in two to four weeks they're gonna plan to make the decision either restart or not restart. They were, um, I, from what I was hearing, is they were sending out was it text messages or emails to players and trying to get like a vote. Yep, yeah, that that's what I was hearing too. That LeBron and all the all the best players are on that text thread. They're the NBA Players Association has been denying it, but come on, dog, you know that should happen. Like let's cut the crap. Um, like these players aren't talking every single day. I mean, in the last ten years, players have literally joined fucking teams. That to act like they're not texting each other during this time to yeah, figure out like what's off, happening. Yeah, the off season, hanging out. Of course, they all you know get together. They vacationed. I mean, you know, we saw it with uh, LeBron, Wade, Carmelo, and Paul. Yeah, right? uh, was the other member of the? Yeah, Melo. Melo wasn't there. It was um, Chris Paul, Bron, 
Wade and Gabrielle Union. Oh yeah, but, yeah, my bad. I'm throwing Melo in there. Like, Mello, he's part of the, Mello got onto that team in Annabelle. He was just like, man, I wasn't even there. Yeah, right. That's um, why. I, that's why I bought it up. I'm like, yeah, wasn't. I'm like, was Melo part of that? <laughs> no, no, he he, he wasn't. But um, like, but they're all friends. Is I mean, I guess exactly, the point exactly. where I, I was trying to get at. Yeah, yeah. And so, so I guess here, let me let me ask you this because this has been rumored. How do you think? You know, you're a fan, a normal guy. Yeah. If let's say if you're an NBA player, what would you think you'd feel comfortable doing if the league said we're back on June first, we're going to do okay. three games of prep, and then we're going to do NBA playoffs for those teams that are making it. Any team that's within, you know, what, whatever the rules are. How what would you feel that is safe? Or let's say if you're a relative of a family of an NBA player. How would you feel? What do you think is the right limit of should you know should they be in one big arena? Should they just go to there are different arenas, practice facilities? What do you think? Um, yeah, I think they should have that open as far as like having different arenas, just so you don't have um, the likelihood of anything kind of lingering around. Um, what I feel would feel safe is I, uh, since we're talking about stuff coming back. Um, one thing that I read as far as uh, one of the uh, the Bundesliga is returning this Saturday, so their qualifications have been um, you have to pass you have to uh, pass two tests before you you can play, and they will be doing tests every week. Okay. Okay. So you have to okay. you have to pass you have to be you have to have passed two tests. Obviously, you know, not test positive uh, to be able to play that week, or you know, continue playing. But I think that's a pretty good. Um, I mean, it's not perfect, but I think um, it's a pretty good uh, for if, if you're playing. Like again, it's a good start. If, if you, yeah, correct. They're moving in the right direction as far as trying to get this thing figured out. So I think that's a pretty good. Um, I would kind of mimic something similar to that. Maybe not copy, or maybe copy it entirely. Who knows? But um, again, just mimic something similar to where players have to be. You know, have to meet a criteria before you're cleared to play. I, I agree there. Um, the only thing that I'll say that's a little bit more of a problem is that, unfortunately, in America, we don't have our shit together when it comes to testing. Yeah, I know. That's so, what I'm saying. Like, I, I guess like you can kind of like, yeah, if you want to go move in the right direction, maybe that's a start for you. Here's something yeah, you can mirror. 100%. Or Yo, um, go go ahead, bad. Eric. I don't know. Welcome back. Yeah, so, so exactly. So what, what you're saying is I kind of, I don't know if it's kind of a two-parter, right? Some of it is like what these leagues got to do, but I think, from what I heard in your question is, what would I do if I'm a player, right? So if I'm yeah, a exactly, player, exactly, exactly, and I'm okay, a family man, what I would do, what I would do is, I would say basically, um, just being realistic, this seems like it's going to be a thing that's going to have to come back. The money that I would be making most likely would be obviously something I couldn't afford to lose. It would be massive. So what my how I would handle it with my personal family, to be real with you, is I would go wherever the games are going. And I wouldn't come home until I find out more information. I would just stay right. away from my family. I know I agree. that's not that, but I would not be coming home. There's no way in hell I'm going to go play NBA games and worry about me coming home. You know, there's just no fucking way. Right. And I, and I, I'm not the only person with kids. So it's not like I'm talking, like I don't see my son every fucking day and do all parts of the day with him. But if I was going to go out there and I love my kid and my family, then the most loving thing that I can see doing is not coming fucking home. Right. Bring something back with you. I agree. I agree on that part. I 100% agree there. Yep. I mean, it's essentially, it's like, I would either give my family an option. It's like, look, you can either come with me 
and we we you know you live in the hotel room with me but in two weeks when you're bored as shit you can't leave like that's not how this works you know like so it would be unfair to the kids if they're young kids but you know if they're teenagers or but me i wouldn't even i would definitely not bring them with me i would definitely not bring just eliminate that yeah because you're right eric that's a slippery slope because then it's like what about grandmas and aunts and uncles and this and that yeah yeah Yeah. and it's just to be very very fucking crass about it it's one of those things like you're gonna miss your family a lot more if they're not around it you know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah, so, you know, you, you got to keep it real. See, I'd rather not see my son for two months than fucking forever. You know what I mean? Yeah, and, get it, exactly. I, I know kids 100%. are... So I know kids are crazy. You know, it's not like they're in, in danger because uh, <laughs> everybody else, and I know this, but I'm saying it. Uh, I mean, we're, we're talking in our personal life. I'm not going to my our other job because I have to be one of the people going for that reason. I got my son, take care of him. That's the main thing I'm thinking about. You know what I mean? Exactly. I'm gonna have to go, when, when I'm going to have to go back to work, I'm going to have to figure that shit out. Like I said, my, I mean, my bro was doing the same thing. Lucky he, he had a little back house. So basically his fa- his wife, pregnant wife is living in the in the main house. He's coming straight from work, just going to the back house to, yep. to pretty much stay away. And that's maybe overdoing it. But what I'm saying is no, if I'm, I was, an MB- I know if I was an NBA player, I would be thinking differently than I'm thinking now. I would feel like I got a lot more to lose as far as how I would be able to take care of my family if and when I'm gone. There's so many reasons, you know what I mean? Losing yep. out on 200 bucks is a lot different than losing millions. So it's just a big difference. Right. No, you're absolutely right. And a lot of them are like the only breadwinners in their family and, you know, the only income source. So they're going to be thinking about that long and hard. And, and for example, we have people thinking about that on their day-to-day lives. I mean, we just got word that mm-hmm. LA County is probably not going to fully reopen at least until like July or August. August, yeah. And so you, you, you start hearing that, what are we going to do for money? What are we going to do for money? And that's just no, yes. us normal people, not the millionaires who also have way more bills than we do. Um, yeah. But hopefully and, their and, debt-to-income and, ratio isn't that bad. Yeah, I was exactly. Yeah, and, and, and on top of it, remember, I mean, I'm not saying all of your money, but remember, one of the the weirdest parts of being a professional athlete is like you maybe make the most amount of money you're ever going to make in your whole entire life in like a seven, seven year span. So for what I mean is if you knew at a certain point in your life, this were going to be the, the biggest earning years of your life by far missing a year. in that is a big difference compared yep. to missing a year out of pay in your regular uh, other years in your life. So I mean, again, that's the where the time crunch is. Losing, that's why two hundred fifty thousand checks for some of these guys, it's fucking. You know, that's that's big. You know what I mean? Like, damn. You know, you're losing homes, basically mortgages for family members. You know, whatever you can think of them every time you're not playing. So I'm pretty sure if you're telling me I'm gonna miss out on some payment, I, I would be playing. And you're not alone. And to be honest, I think most people are thinking that way. They're just like, no, nah, I'm just gonna go ahead and. You know, you're seeing it here in LA. You're seeing it here around the United States. Um, just like people are like, no, I need to, I, I, my life cannot end for this, or I need to make money or this and that. Even if it's like you said, 200 bucks versus millions. To some people, that that 200 bucks is their millions. So they're going to do whatever they can to make that to make yeah, that yeah. extra cash or to make that even just to let alone cash. You know, right? Make ends meet. Yep. You know, yep. the, the the pressure, just because people make millions of dollars doesn't mean they don't have pressure to make sure their family is safe and taken care of. So, Agreed. you know, every, everybody, exactly. everybody's feeling the the weirdness right now. 
the effects of all of this it's it's crazy um it's like only we can only play so many video games before like you know we just want sports back but we're walking this really weird fine line between all right well what's what's safe what's pushing it you know and one thing we haven't really talked about is how do these players feel all we've heard about is oh the fans miss it and the owners want it back but we heard about like well how do these players they're the ones who are going to be the most at risk when we're we're the ones making these decisions and you see posts about like JaVale McGee for example he's saying like well we miss it and everybody misses the sport but of course you miss it but do they I, I wonder you know what does that really mean you know for, for them yeah, like, i think you know what i think it is I, I don't think there's many and obviously this is a unique job right but i don't think there's many jobs in america or even around the world that were polling employees to see what they should do yep. so i mean if they do that obviously again they have a different partnership than most jobs right but i'm saying if they're not surveying these nba players then well then just they're just like all the rest of us not getting surveyed their job is going to decide what they're going to do and they're going to have to follow suit um, that that's just the way shit works. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I, but that doesn't mean if I was running the league, I wouldn't think it would be the probably one of those best ideas to fucking actually find out what my employees are, you know, want to do before I make some crazy decision. You know what I mean? Um, uh, I, I do think these players, you know how you said who wants to come in and that's why I think you don't necessarily do it. Not, not just, not, I'm not saying all bosses or whatever, or just assholes. I swear not quoting, they're not pulling people. But what I mean is, I'm assuming if you poll people, it's going to be hard to find the jobs that, that have a consensus. You know what I mean? And, and like you said, you got JaVale, you got other guys that want to play, and I'm, I'm pretty sure you don't have to look too far to find the guys that are saying, fuck no, not going to happen. I mean, you're you're not you're going to start seeing them come out, and it's going to be a weird situation where like one team is down to play and the other team isn't, or one of the star players from that team isn't. And it's, I don't know, what are, what are they going to do about it? I was going to ask that right now. Has there been any superstar or like a top 10 player that has came out and said, no, nah, I'm not, I'm not, uh, I'm not with us. No, I really feel that like these players are kind of like the, the union won't really let them do that. I think all the players associations are really telling them like, just shut up. Don't say anything stupid. Let's all be united on this front. And hopefully they're all, it, it, it seems like you're doing, you know, express your concerns within the Players Association by all means. And, so they can be addressed, right. And it seems like the players' unions are, you know, stepping up and, but no, not that I know of yet. Um, but that doesn't mean it hasn't happened yet. And I can't imagine that there are no NBA players that <laughs> aren't concerned. I mean, shit. Yeah. Um, fucking rudy gobert is still in the league and i don't even know how i can look at that dude in the eye still like and another and another thing that i think um could be a huge advantage in not just an advantage but like definitely would steer you know what direction you might be leaning towards if you want to play or not um if see if the season resumes if you're one of these young guys that is just in your house playing xbox and playstation all day you got a pretty big advantage because you're not missing your kid. You're not missing. Yeah. You're missing your girls. And of course we all want girls. You know, it's not like you're not going to be missing, you know, your partners, but like you, a lot of these guys don't have the family. So it doesn't matter about the age, but what I mean is if you're the single NBA player, right. That's living that life. Uh, this has got to be a, a, you know, easier for you than the NBA players that are with the family. 
yeah, leaving their families behind, worried about what the fuck's going yeah, on. Indeed. Um, you're just again, you're just like, oh, tell me where what hotel we're gonna be staying at. I'll be in my room. Let me know when the game starts. Essentially, yeah, they're just like, oh, I'll bring my brother, or I'll bring my cousin. He lives with me yeah. anyway, so we're safe. So it's like you have that camaraderie, you have that person on the road with you. Not everybody right. has that. Exactly. Um, oh yeah, so let's talk about the last dance for a few minutes, real quick, before we head out of here. Um, so episode seven and eight dropped this past weekend. Now, episode seven, I think it had one of my favorite montages in the entire series. It was a clip about MJ talking about his teammates and how they called him an asshole and this and that. And that was no secret. We all, we talked about this in previous episodes that MJ was kind of like that, but he got emotional at the end of this clip. And it was really awesome to see. Cause he's like, you know, I'm only doing this because you know, this is who I am. If you don't want to, if you didn't want to play that way, he's like, then don't play that way. And he's like, break. And he tears in his eyes. And it's like, I, all I saw was like, if Kobe saw that, I hope Kobe saw that clip because if Kobe saw that clip, he would have been like my motherfucking dude, because that this is, is what, what I think. That's Kobe. That was Kobe. I, I, I'll, I'll disagree with one part of it. And I don't think we've seen it yet. Um, so, I mean, we, we're not even going to get a chance to ever see it, but what I mean is this is what I would differ. And again, I'm the hater in the most, so I'm going to throw my shit. I think in that moment, I, and I'm in the minority because a lot of people love that part of it. I would love that same speech, but you get no tears though, bro. If you want to be an asshole and you want to run it, run it. That's what's up. That's why we respect you. That's why you're the greatest in the game. But don't be crying afterwards that you were mean to your teammates either, homie. Because you, like well, you said, I was just trying to win. I'm just trying to get it done. So if you ain't with it, then don't be with it. So also don't be crying about it because that's just what you have to do, dog. Well, you know, I, I was actually, a lot of people think that it was because of him being considered an asshole. I don't think that was the case. And this is just me. And maybe this is my opinion is completely wrong and unvalid. But I think it's because how much he cared. And it's like bringing back the memories of him fighting and him like just wanting it. And he's like, if you didn't want it, that's not my problem. Because uh, and but he went about it a quiet way. Kobe went about it a loud way, the same style, the same mentality. But he went to the media like, nah, you need to put your fucking big boy pants on, my friend. This is how this shit works. Yep. And and that's what he did. And he was very unapologetic about it. And, you know. Look, hindsight's always twenty twenty, and MJ is an old, you know, an older man now. He has grown up kids. You know, he can look back and see, you know, how people thought. I don't think he regrets it for a second. And maybe yeah. that, and, no. I, I, and I don't know what those tears were for, to be honest. And maybe we'll never know. But to me, I think they were about his will and sheer just want over anybody else that put on a Bulls uniform, or maybe even anybody else who played in the NBA. Yeah, I feel. I mean, I will say this. So you, just like you said, hindsight's twenty twenty. Just keep in mind. Yep. None of it wasn't he was an asshole. He was not an asshole. What I think we're uh, what we're all doing is we're allowing the assholeness because we understood, you know, right? You know what 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 he was what his goal was. What I'm trying to say is, if Michael Jordan was the same exact person, but didn't win, he would just be an asshole. Mm-hmm. You get what I'm saying? Now, one hundred percent. There's, there's so a fine that line mean, there. That doesn't mean you shouldn't be an asshole. Or, and again, that's an opinion, right? So that doesn't mean you shouldn't be hard-ass like him or Kobe. What I mean is, if you're going to be that way, you better be prepared to win. Because if you're not going to win, 
row. That's the worst dude in the world. We all know that alpha loser, right? The dude that's just like these guys, except he doesn't win shit. And he's not the guy, but he still thinks that's high because I because I know I've seen Jordan and I know well, that's what you got to do to get it done. Coincidentally, there's a so guy. I'm going to be who- like that in my daily life. But I can't shoot the three. You know what I'm saying? Like, there's a difference, dog. Like, Jordan was like that, but on top of it, this game was amazing. You know what I mean? So that's the perfect combination, right? There's been a lot of players in the NBA that got that dog in them, but they didn't have the game. Dudes that had the game, but they didn't have that dog. When you get that guy that's got both of them, look the fuck out. And when you yep. got a guy that's done it in a unique way like Jordan has, where no one's matched him, then he's on his own fucking planet and he's going to be kicking ass and taking names for a very long time. I mean, and one guy I'll compare him to right now is look, who's a guy who pushes his teammates. He's kind of an asshole, but hasn't won Jimmy Butler, yeah. you know? And it's just like, the talent is yeah. nowhere close. But what I'm saying is that Jimmy's an asshole. He pushes his teammates, but it's not like he's winning championships. So it's like if, Oh, and MJ also had one thing that he said, which I, I love and not just for basketball, for everything. He says, Michael Jordan never asked you to do anything that he didn't fucking do. Just like that. And I was like, I fucking love it because that's what a leader does, regardless of how you see it. It can be in business, business analyst. It can be in the warehouse. It can be whatever. If your boss is putting in that work and grinding just as much as you are, you will respect him or her that much more. Exactly. And that's one thing that he's definitely not unique in. I mean, that statement is awesome, but at the end of the day, the best leaders, that's exactly what they do. Oh, dude, so that's all, what- all, all the good leaders. I mean, like, we can make fun of Jeff Bezos all we want, but that fool grinded for many, many years doing exactly what he should be doing and all the other millionaires who who grinded. And very few millionaires came into money and were like, oh, what do I got here? <laughs> so there are some no, I agree. there, trust me. I agree with you 100%. And I know we don't got that much time left, so we definitely don't got the time to go into the story. But just to prove the point, you know – me and you worked together a while back. You remember Kambash from the warehouse? Oh, dude, legend, legendary work ethic. Till this, this day, I tell everybody on the planet, greatest fucking manager I ever had. At the same time, he was the biggest asshole I ever worked with. But just for that same statement you said, he asked you to kill yourself for the job. But before he asked you to do that, he already killed himself twice. Yep. So, 100%. You know I mean? so, um, yeah, those are the great leaders. Those are people you want to do anything for. And just like you said, no matter if I'm calling him an asshole, most of his teammates appreciate the shit that he's done for him, for them, you know, and the push and all that shit. So fuck what I feel about it. The results were there. The people got what they got out of it. Um, very people were, were, were unlucky. Very few people were unlucky to be a Michael Jordan fan. I mean, oh, Michael Jordan, a Michael Jordan teammate. If you're a Michael Jordan teammate, you benefited somehow. Might not have noticed it in that moment, but it definitely benefited in your life. If at the very least, when you got over it later on in life, you can say I played with Michael Jordan. Damn right. Yep. I mean, that's that's a perfect way to end it. I mean, we didn't. Hold get to play up. I wanted to. My bad. I like, wanted to just re- probably like ten seconds. Yeah, yeah that's fine. Did. I just wanted to read this tweet real quick. So uh, Jamil oh, Hill. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Said uh, uh, this is a tweet she put out. Different media age and different uh, players, but I hope this puts Kobe. Uh, I hope this puts Kobe being perceived as a bad teammate into perspective. Agree. Disagree. Agreed. 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 One hundred percent. Perfect, I just wanted to read that before. Yeah, no, wanted to read that before we finished up. All right, everybody, be safe. Um, thanks yes, for listening. Sir. We really appreciate it. Um, thanks for sticking with us during the quarantine, and we'll be back soon. Yep. All right, later. Yep, have a good one. All right, man. Later.